Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. And we're back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak. I'm here with Ryan McMillan. Ryan, what's up, man? You look good today. What's up, Jerry? Looking good, too. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks. we're leaning out. We're looking oh, sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling good. Ain't got no other way, man. <laughs> oh, Dude, let me tell you something. I was really working on my steps big time. We know this. Uh, if you guys remember that, that was one of my focuses this year to get 8,500 steps a day average per month. And I was just scrolling on my iPhone app and I was like, like during COVID, like 2021, dude, I was, some days I was getting like 4,000 steps. I'm like, oh my God, that's <laughs> terrible. But now, dude, I got, I think I got like nine, 9,500 last month. I was proud of myself. Killing it. I was proud of myself. Killing it. But I'm aware of it. So that, so. It's anyway, a game changer. Yeah. Getting all that walking in. Yeah, I think so, man. I'm getting a lot of, so it was funny. Um, walking's getting a little easier. And I was like, I remember, I think you said the same thing. You're like, ah, it's, I, you were feeling earlier what I'm feeling. You're like, you changed up your walking a little bit because you're like, I need to do something a little more intense. Because I don't walk for exercise per se. I walk for to move and to think and to just be outside. But uh, like a lot of reasons I'm walking, but I'm like, I could be doing more. So anyway, I, I was like, all right, Ryan's doing rucking. Okay, rucking, he's putting weight <laughs> on himself in a backpack and a weight vest. I'm like, all right. So I went and uh, Shanice has these two dumbbells. She has random two 15 pound dumbbells in the garage. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put those in a backpack, wrap them in some towels and then put them in a backpack. And I, I started walking with it and I was like, this is really heavy. I'm like, I'll start with 15. So I put 15. I walked this morning and I was like, all right, that's good. So I get to the office and Ryan and I are talking. I'm like, Ryan, what do you, what do you ruck with? He's like, on my light days, 40 pounds and 70 on my hard days. So I'm like, dude, I didn't want to tell you. I just walked with 15 pounds. I basically walked with like a water bottle. But anyway, so it's good. To, hey, it's see, a build up. It's good to know what other people are doing because now I'm like, 15? No, no, no. I'm going to go 30 because that's all I got, guys. I only got the two dumbbells right now. But Hey, build up yeah, to it. But, it's a build up because yeah. rucking's hard. You feel like your low back is intense, but that's what's yeah. so good about doing it. Like, Because we're already walking, but if you could get the extra benefits, one, it burns three times more calories, right? So yeah, it's proven yeah. so you get more, but then it builds your low back strength up, your legs, your calves, your whole back chain. So your back, your glutes, your calves, all of that, you know? So it's like, hey, you're just taking in a stroll but you're getting all of this additional yeah, exactly. work in you know for the same time so but it is harder pounds, it's even. Way, even yeah because then you'll build up because it's like hey that's gonna be yeah. tough then you'll notice like it's like just like weight training the next week you're like oh this is easy that 15 is gonna feel easy in like 10 days well actually that 15 is never gonna be because mm-hmm. it's going 30 tomorrow it straight to it, straight <laughs> yeah. to it. so um it's kind of like the four minute mile like once it was it was it wasn't broken for so long this four minute <laughs> mile once someone finally broke it and showed that it was possible it's like broken all the time so like now that i know you're doing what you're doing i'm like all right here we go 40 to 70 range (laughs) 40 to 70 range (laughs) oh my god i'll be dragging all right man so 42 is ending tomorrow rye give us some update on that fit and 42 is over tomorrow it's it's crazy to think like it felt like we were just talking about it starting but this one's gone by super quick you know that's what happens when you're in 42 it's like you're so engaged in it that it flies by you know and now it's like just looking back like our team is posting a lot of their uh, reflections on the program and their before and afters and just seeing the impact it's made on everybody and seeing these results like our team was 
just so focused all the way through. Like it was incredible to see. And now they're getting the results that they set out to do the transformation. And now it's like all their hard work is paid off. And that version we knew that they were going to be in the beginning has come true, you know, and now they're seeing the results. And it's now it's kind of like, it's a little it's bitter, right? Because as you're closing out, this is the last time, like tonight is my last time with the team by themselves, right? This is our last time together, yeah. right? So it's like, man, we're as a unit, we're all not going to be together ever again, because the next team will be some of them and others. And but that bond you create that together is gone. But then you also know, like, what we set out to do has been accomplished. And that's what we wanted to do, get results, transform lives, and to see the, the impact it's made on them. Like, Tomorrow's going to be very emotional. I'm already ready because like, I'm like closing this thing out. The transformations are unreal. Our seminars have been emotional in a good way. All of this is in a good way just because they're so happy. And I'm pumped to just talk to them tomorrow. I'm pumped to close it out. And I'm just proud of the whole team and all the 42ers out there. Anybody from La Quinta, Palm Desert, Texas, all of you guys, all of the coaches, the amount of work you guys put in, good, great job. All of the members, just the grind that what you guys put into this, it, it takes a lot. And now you guys are reaping the benefits of your hard work. Yeah, it's, we had our seminar too this weekend and it was, it is interesting to think like, guys, this group will never be together again in this capacity. There's going to be some people that move on, some people that move, some people that new people. So like, it's awesome that we share this. It is bittersweet, just like you said, Rye, but it's reality. And come Monday, those 42ers are going into regular population too. Mm-hmm. So we had to warn them with that too, because think about it with Fit and 42, for six weeks, we get people that sign up and they're almost everyone for the most part, the same mindset. They're like, I'm ready to do whatever it takes to change. I'm going to take this seriously and I'm going all in. And like, it's so powerful. And we had to warn everyone, hey, not come Monday, not everyone's in your frame of mind, but that's okay. Like, so you're going to be around people that work out twice a week and they, you know, they party, they do it and that's fine. They're doing, they're doing their workouts for their reasons, but like, it's just going to be different and just be aware of that. So that was an interesting trying to like warn them of the future because things get different after 42 and, but we give them all the tools to be successful in life. That's like the main, the main point of 42 is like, we're going to teach you how to live this lifestyle and you go with it. It's not a boot camp for six weeks and just kick your butt. Like, no, we want to make sure that you have the knowledge and the capabilities and the, the tools to be successful. And so starts Monday, really. Yeah, like absolutely. The, like they have every, they've pushed their minds and now they're educated and they understand how to eat right, how to properly train, how to all these mindset, reading books and podcasting and ice baths. And like, if you look at the program, these guys, have learned like 25 like game-changing habits to implement been taught exactly what to do so they're forever changed they know what to do they know how to live this life and now it's really that next step of like hey as individuals you have to take responsibility for yourself and now you're free to go but it's postseason so we we (laughs) watch you i look at it like uh what is my analogy i tell the team it's like i'm releasing them from prison and now it's like i'm their probation officer (laughs) right so we're watching them over a little bit you're allowed to go into normal civilization (laughs) but you're still being watched but i expect you to to do the tools and do everything you've yeah. been learned and you're still going to be held accountable, you know, but these guys are ready. These guys are prepared. I don't and- know if our members really get that too much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think our members are a little more straight edge. I, I like it. I love that analogy. It makes total sense. So I have a funny story. I have a funny story. I have a funny. First of all, I have two stories I want to tell. 
I was talking to one of our members in Palm Desert, Patty Melt, as she goes in her my zone name. And Patty's awesome. And Patty works in Blythe at the prison. And so I'm like, Patty, and I'm always promoting this podcast, one person at a time, right? <laughs> one person building it up. And I'm like, Patty, you're in the car. You try I found first of all, I didn't realize she worked in Blythe. I'm like, you what is that like an hour plus drive a day? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, golly. What do you listen to on there? And she's like, uh, and I was like, you listen to our podcast? And she's like, no. I'm like, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. So I went, Patty, shout out because I know you're driving to the prison right now and you're going there and she's doing big things for the prison. And so thanks for being such a loyal listener, Patty. I think she listened to all the episodes last week. So she's <laughs> like, I'm done. I can't wait for the next one. I'm like, you're awesome. There so, we go. But here's a funny story though. I learned a little lesson today, right? I stopped by uh, 42 La Quinta this morning and 9 a.m. was going off on this Friday. I'm like, dang, so much. I'm like, I'm going to work out here on Fridays at 9 a.m. from now on because I'm like, dude, this is awesome. So many members that have been there a long time that are so many cool personalities. So anyway, I walk in there and who's there? Carl. And guys, you know, I talked about Carl before. He's 83. So I learned a lesson today. So Carl comes in. I see Carl and he's like, hey, they talks to the person next to me. He called me an old guy on his podcast. <laughs> And I was like, hey, Carl. Then I was like thinking to myself, whoa, okay. You are an old kid. You're 83. I thought that like if you're 83, you're just automatically, you know, you look in the mirror, you're an old guy. But I don't think Carl lists. He's like, I don't think he thinks that way. So I was like, maybe that's not nice, Jerry, to be like, call an old guy an old guy. So like, so anyway, Carl, there's no chance you're listening right now. But if you are, he's probably listening just to hear his name, maybe. But it taught me a lesson because it was funny to me. I'm like, well, Carl, on paper, that's what I said. I go, on paper, technically you're an old guy, but not in life, not in real life, because you're, look at you, dude, you're taking this, you're working out with us three days a week, just crushing the workouts at 83. And guys, you see this guy, like, <laughs> he defies everything like science he is like <laughs> so I, I will call you an old guy but i will also say that you are absolutely if i am 83 and look like you or like and working out like you i've freaking made it because like dude it was a funny story though like, it's crazy because yeah. you don't know how people view themselves <laughs> yeah exactly so, that's what it right was. it's yeah. like yeah we yeah uh, based off stats it's like yeah your birth certificate <laughs> you're yeah. you're technically old you know but yeah. carl's like bro i could outrun everybody yeah. i could outdo this so you calling all of us have a push-up contest like he I doesn't felt that energy it, you know? old guy and i was like oh yeah he's ready to do a pull-up <laughs> challenge with you like let's test who's yeah. old here yeah. so, all right i was like that's a lesson that's a, a good point. lesson though yeah. huh? you like, never know point. how yeah. other people view things right yeah, yeah. all right carl <laughs> dude so uh after the 42 game oh we got 42 games this weekend so yes. right, right. The closing part of 42, Fit in 42, is they're, they're doing the 42 games, kind of like their last hurrah, but also 42 games for the members of Fit in 42, the, the, our studio. Can you go into that a little bit, Ryan? Talk yeah. about what we've got going on 42 there? games, I call it the most electrifying of it in Fit in 42, right? It's nice. like, it's super energetic. It's like all of us get together. Like we said, 42ers are closing out and it's a special event for them because a lot of them never ran a mile haven't ran one in 20 years, 10 years or something. So it's like this new barrier they need to get over and like, hey, you're going to do it, you know? And then they go through the push-up challenge, two minutes. They do pull-up challenge for two minutes, deadlifts for two minutes. So there's all of these things that they have to do to challenge themselves. And we call it, it's a you versus you. So it's seeing how much faster you got, how much stronger you got. Because the fit games were always watching 
we always watch in the studio everyone's weight and muscle mass and fat loss and all that. And that's ways to show progression. But when you tra- track how your performance, you can see performance increases as well. And that shows improvements in you. And that's what's cool. You see yourself running faster. You see yourself doing more push-ups. You see yourself doing stronger on the deadlift. Whatever it is, those are signs of progress. And that's why we do the games is to see people improve. And those are something to be proud because if you run a minute faster on the mile, congratulations. Like that's amazing work, right? If you can, maybe you couldn't do a push-up and now you're cranking out 20 of them, you know? It's like you see all these improvements and it makes everyone super pumped, super proud, you know, and it's where we all get together as a team unit, hype each other up. And it's a very special event. And it's really cool to do it with the 42ers and see, you know, they didn't think they could run the mile. They didn't think they could do this. And guess what? Everyone does it. And you just breaking down barriers and, and breaking through those limiting beliefs that people have. And it's a powerful event. Yeah. So then after the 42 games, a lot of was a, a lot of your get a lot of your team in Palm Springs are going to Vegas for a Spartan race, right? Yeah, yeah. So right after we do, we got the fit games in the morning. We do closing ceremonies with forty two, and then yeah, we're all driving out to Las Vegas because everyone wanted to do a Spartan out there, right? So on Sunday we have a Spartan that we're going to be doing, and uh, Saturday night we're all going to be staying together we're like a big family. You know, we got a nice little house over there, and uh, we're just going to make a weekend out of it nice. and, and celebrate. This is like our way of celebrating. <laughs> like, hey, we had a successful forty two. Look at all the results. Look at all the impact we have have on people. And, and as a team, just be proud of what we do and what we're able to do. And then just kind of go celebrate in our way. That's us celebrating, you know, awesome. and having a good time together and being proud. So May 20th in Big Bear, got the big... Spartan race coming up and a lot of your members are you having them do that one yeah, yeah I like I love that one yeah. like every year like they do the past three years I've done that one and that's the one like I pick every single year to like train them so we do obstacle course training like three to four weeks before going into it and the objective is to like hey this is like a very challenging one right Big Bear's the second hardest one so we might as well and it's right around the corner for us so we're going yeah. for it it's right here right we don't have to go too far but Again, a lot of people are like, that's difficult. That's challenging. Good. Let's do it. And then we guide them to it. And then guess what? Everybody finishes that one. Like we push everybody, we train everybody, and then we get through it. But Big Bear will be the next one. And we got a, we got quite a team getting ready for that. And I'm sure after we're done with Vegas, even more are going to sign up for that one. So that'll be a pretty big turnout. I think it's going to be huge. I think all the studios are going to be there and uh, it's going to be an amazing event because when you battle together, you do something difficult and everyone can do it. Just you'll, you'll all finish. And it's just, you just have such pride in yourselves and there's such a bond that you all did it together and you all remember that. So that's an amazing one. So all you guys listening right now, plan on doing that one, May 20th. In, there's a, in there's there. a saying that I love about it? obstacles. It says obstacles have everybody's address. Are you ready for when they come knocking at your door? (laughs) Right. And I love that. And that's like a metaphor for those races is like, Hey, obstacles are going to come guys. You can't be afraid of them. You got to take them on and get after it. And I love taking that mindset into those races. Like it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be difficult, but it preps you for life. You know, it preps you for life and the obstacles and challenges of life and not having fear and, and overcoming certain things. So keep that in your head, sign up for those races and remember, Jeez. are you ready for those obstacles? That's a good one. That flows right. We didn't even plan this. That flows <laughs> right into the subject today. The subject, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, everyone starts at the studio, starts at the gym. They're super motivated. And, you know, they're, they're just, they're doing it. This is the new me and I've got this and I'm working out. But 
what do you start doing when things aren't going your way anymore? You're not losing that weight. You're not able to perform and you're kind of getting kind of discouraged. You're losing some of your motivation and then you're kind of falling off a little bit and then you're like, oh no. And like, what are some of the things that we recommend you do and think about when you feel that? Because we all, we all have been there and, and it's not easy, but if we can give you some tools to to just be equipped and to be like, well, I'm doing it. And maybe you fire this one up, you listen to this one again, that it could save you some heartache in the end because um, it sucks when you when you lose that motivation and you just you just fall back to who you used to be and that you were trying to get away from. So Ryan, let's start off. What do you got for yeah, I, I love this question because that feeling of motivation does fade sometimes. And like, is everyone prepared for that moment? Right. Because you're like crushing it. You're killing it. Like everything's fine and we're rocking and rolling. But then like something happens and you don't feel well or things just like we said, they aren't going your way. You know, and that's that feeling of being motivated and have that high inspiration to fight and achieve. It starts to dwindle. Now, what do you do? You know, and I always like to go back to first, like set clear goals, right? Or review your goals, right? So sometimes you start to uh, lose motivation because you don't even know where you're headed. So you don't have goals. You don't know what you're striving for. You don't know why you're working so hard. You don't know why you're doing these certain things. So that one right there, like you need to get to the drawing board and actually set your goals. And all of you guys as 42 Universe, all you have to do is tell one of your coaches, hey, could I get the goal setting seminar printed out for me so I could set my goals? Because we all have this amazing handout step-by-step on what to, how to create goals. And there we do the workshops too. So if you guys ever see us announce the workshops, go to the workshops, right? And then if you have those goals already done or you have goals, review them. Because sometimes just reading them is going to re-spark your energy and, and you, or you're like, oh my gosh, yes, that's the life I want. That's the life I want. And all of these things that I have to do is what's leading me towards this. So, oh, I got to get back to it. Because sometimes you do lose focus and you have to refocus by seeing where you're headed. And that's the power of having your goals in, in ready because you already know the outcome of the life you want. When you create goals, you're, you're visualizing the life you want, right? So when you review them, you're going to look at them and it's going to motivate you to keep going forward so that's like first part right there definitely get those goals in order you know and i think again like focus on the process and find the enjoyment in the journey too because guess what we go through a lot too you know i know personally i'll do these hard challenges and push myself and i always hit a wall a wall and it's like man this is really freaking hard this is i feel like stopping right now and it's like but then you prepare yourself for those unmotivated moments and you remember hey the journey what I'm going through, this is what's building me up. See, right, right there. Well, yeah, the process and trusting it and all that, like, I think that might be hard for people to believe in because they are trusting the process and I'm not getting what I want right now and I'm falling off and what do I do because I thought I'd be better by now and and I'm I'm not and what's the point and this is really hard or like, Look at that person. They're doing that. And look at me. I'm still here. And like, so I feel I'm trying to play devil's advocate of what a member might be feeling. Cause right, you and I were it took a lot to get us here in this mindset. And like mm-hmm. we're like, trust the process. But as someone else might be trusting the process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, what would you say to that person, right? Like the person that's like, I am trusting the process. And it's not 
let me let me just tell where I'm getting at with that, right? What I'm saying is like this sucks when I I, mean, I I think it's being realistic and honest, probably being honest with yourself, with people. They have to be honest. Like, hey, how long have you been out of shape? Honestly. How long have you been this weight? Honestly. Okay. How long have you been at this game? This new lifestyle? Honestly. All in. Okay. Let's match those up. I've been out of shape last 10, 20 years, 15 years, five years, whatever. I've been at this three months now and I'm, I'm just not where I want to be. It's a hard truth, guys. It's a hard... But I don't think we could be successful unless we're honest and we are self-aware. And, and I think it goes back to celebrating the little things like, hey, I'm here. I got here three times this week. That's awesome. I used to do zero. Hey, my belt loop is a little looser or hey, like I can tie my shoe. And those yeah. aren't sexy, you know, it's like it's not like, hey, I'm I look hot as that chick on the bikini with the, the magazine. But we got to be honest with ourselves. I'm like or like I don't look like that guy. Do you know what that guy does? Do you know how that guy lives his life? Do you know that he hasn't eaten a cheat meal in two years or whatever? Or that guy does whatever. Like, you don't know what other people are doing if you're comparing yourself. So, like, being honest is like, hey, I'm doing the best I can do right now. And I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm trying not to beat up on anyone. I'm also trying to be like, this is the things you have to think about. Because I've seen more people quit in my 17 years of on the studios, then I've seen thousands of people quit and it's like, dang. And, but a lot come back. And I'm just like, if we could get, if I could say some things today that people are like, Oh God, that, well, that makes sense. And then next time you're trying to quit or next time you're like, what's the point? What's the point? Well, maybe you're like, dang, Jerry, right. That really made sense. So like, that's even a, like the, know? even like the, the story of the bamboo, you know, yeah, exactly. think about that. I think like too, like trust in the process, you have to understand the mindset behind it. So if anything, let this click in your minds. So when it gets tough and you're unmotivated, you're like, all right, trust the process. What do the coaches mean by that? They mean, Hey, shit's going to get tough. It's going to get, get yeah, difficult. That, that's but, what I was looking for. But what is happening, right? The roots are being built, right? Yeah. The foundation is being built. Like I might not see the results and might not see this, but there's all these positive things that are actually happening, you know, and that's trust in the process is like, Hey, I'm I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better. And just kind of having that in your head that there will be a breakthrough if I keep just doing the little, little things. So I think like if you have to go back and re-listen to the bamboo story and yeah. let that one stick, because I think like in our minds, we're prepared for that moment, right? Like, hey, I'm trusting the process, trusting the process. Oh my gosh, I'm unmotivated. I'm unhappy. Now we analyze like, hey, no, my roots are being built. I'm strengthening it up. I might not getting where I want, but I know if I just plow through this moment that I'm having, yeah. I'm going to get through it, you know? Yeah. He's like, you and I, we're both very procedure oriented people. We, we plan, we're looking at the big picture. We're thinking of like steps, how we're going to get there and systemizing. And I, I just don't feel everyone is like us and so they might just get thrown off because i'm just trying to get in the heads of people that do give up on themselves mm -hmm. and if i could if i could reach a few of those people that are like nope not gonna happen this time i think that's such a good point like you said too like you guys gotta practice this you know it's a practice so it's like you're trusting the process trusting the process and you know it's gonna get hard most people when it gets hard they quit but you have to train yourself like, all right, I'm having a tough moment. I'm having an unmotivated moment. Yeah. This is just a little period that, but I got to keep doing this stuff. And then you break through and that's what happens. Like 
me and Jerry or someone else, you're going to keep fighting through that, that emotion you're going through. And then after a couple of days, you have a breakthrough. And then the more you practice that, you're ready for that situation. So when that unmotivated phase comes, you're ready for it. You know what to do. Like, hey, I've been here before. And I think sometimes maybe you guys haven't been there too many times and have broken through it. And you have yeah. to kind of build that muscle up. Does, does that make sense? Like, yeah. build that muscle up. When it comes, be like, hey, I'm in an unmotivated state. I have lack yeah. of energy. But hey, in a couple of days, it's going to be gone. And I got to get through these couple of days. And guess what? I go through that all the time, like pretty often, you know, especially in hard things. But then, you know, when you've done it so long, you're like, hey, in a couple of days, I'm going to feel better. Just give me, get, let's keep trusting the process for the next 72 hours. And guess what? It's going to be sunshine and rainbows again. And I yeah. think you have to build that muscle up. Yeah. It's like that saying, it's like, remember, like during the good times, they're not always going to last. And remember during the bad times, they're not always going to last. So just being, trying to be middle, trying not to get so high and be like, yes, I feel so amazing. I'm just going to work out as much as possible. And I'm going to go. And you're just, you're going so one way. And then that goes the other way. Like, I feel like crap. I'm just not going to work out. I'm just going to give up. And then you go all the way the other way. So just knowing that these, this too shall pass. And, and knowing that in the great times, soak them in. Be like, yes, I'm feeling really good. Awesome. But just be aware. I think it's really important, Ryan, to fail. I think mm -hmm. almost everyone listening to this has, has been on their A game and, and failed to their F game. And they've been like, ugh, just I love failing. It really sucks when it happens. But if you can remember and hold on to that feeling, you'd be like, no, I didn't like the way that felt. Or I felt like I really disappointed myself. I let myself down and I won't do that again. I think that failure is a great teacher if you learn from it or just don't let it repeat itself. And I think that's really important. I think that might have been one of the best like things I've ever heard on the focus on the process that I've I've heard like not just pat ourselves on the back, but that was damn good. <laughs> that was really good. I'm going to listen to that. Right? That's good stuff. Right, guys? Pulled an Ed Milet yeah, on Yeah, I'm right like, there. oh, this is solid. <laughs> All right. But that's. I think it's good because we got to the core root of how to get through and really understand the process and the journey, you know, because we talk about that, but does that make sense to everybody? And I think that was a pretty clear description on how to get through those moments and how to keep fighting through, you know? And I think, again, like you should surround yourself with motivated people as well, right? Surround yourself with motivated people and that'll help you get motivated, right? Everything. And make sure those type of people, they are the people that uplift, encourage, recognize, and appreciate you, you know? Again, uplift, encourage, recognize, and appreciate you. What people do that in your life for you and make sure you're around them as much as possible because being around motivated people are people that instill motivation into you, inspiration into you. That's going to help you get through that, pro that issue. You know, it's, it is. Who do you follow on Instagram? Who do you follow on Twitter? Who do you follow on Facebook? Do you follow like people that are posting really in like really influential things and videos and pictures that are like, Oh my God, like, do you, are you always learning new things? And like, like, are, or is there somebody that's always complaining or like uh, just being negative? Like that stuff matters. And just what Ryan said, surrounding yourself with people that are like that, that uplift you and they, they, you look up to them and you're like, dang, like that is all part of the game. Like, Seriously. are they, are they people 
headed towards the life you desire and yeah. have, or have the life you want. Like that's really what I'm always looking at too. Like yeah. when I spend my time with people, guys, it's like, hey, these are like-minded people that are headed down the same path as me. I gotta like be around that energy, you know? But then there's some people who've already achieved what maybe you achieved. And it's like, you definitely wanna be around them because they are the template of your life, you know? And that's gonna pump you up, you know? But really, really analyze the surroundings of the people you make contact with. And that's like, I like, we love what Jer said is like, not only just the people you spend your time with at work or, you know, your family and stuff like that, but on social media, who are you following? Are you following negative people? Yeah. Like, what are you putting into your life? You know, that's going to uplift you because if you're every day, you're the people you work with or you're talk to all the time, if they're motivated, you're going to stay more motivated. If they're complaining, um, condemning people, gossiping and all these negative traits, that's going to instill into who you are and you don't want that. So you got to really protect you at all times and put that shield around you of like, hey, I am blocking out all the crap and I only let in good and positive from people. And if they're not pushing me forward and, and making me go one step forward and we're not doing that to each other, then I don't want to be around them. You yeah. know, and you got to yeah. be really ruthless with the people and what you bring into your life. There's been a few celebrities that I followed on Twitter and I'm like, wow, they're so negative. I'm like, I'm not following you anymore. I don't want to see this shit. And they post a lot. And I'm like, I'm. Like, no, I'm not, I don't want to see politics and how angry you are at this and like all this. I'm like, no, I just want the happy stuff. Yeah. I just want, so like, and then I've, and then people on Facebook, I've actually like, you don't unfollow them, but like kind of mute them, snooze them. I've snoozed a few people. people. Like you're gone. I'm like, I just, I, I don't want to, you, I don't want you to know I snoozed you, but I'm like, I, I only got so much energy and, and time. And when I see things, I just want to be happy and just want, I just want to smile and I just want to be around, you know people that uplift me. You know, something, Rye, what I was also thinking about is a big part of motivation and staying motivated and what do you do when things aren't going your way is your identity needs to change. And what I mean by that is if you're going to embark on this new mission of, you know, the person you're striving to be, you need to become different than you were before you did. So, when Ryan and I are talking, this is our identity. You're not going to see me in a few years and you're going to be like, wow, what happened to you, Jerry? I'm like, oh, well, I just didn't want to move anymore. I just want to eat pizza all day long. Like, <laughs> I love pizza, don't get me wrong, but it's just who I am. It's my identity. It's who I want to be. And it's the lifestyle, the way I want to feel. And I did a, just a, I did a video today on our YouTube channel, right? And it was just about like, like getting older and what do I want? And it's something I said on there. I was like, oh, I like that. It was like a lot of people invest in their 401k and their the stock market and the real estate and what they're vesting. But the way I look at it, like you got to invest in you right now for the dividends and everything to pay off when you're older, when like you're, you got those grandkids and you want to play with them, you want to pick them up. And then it got me thinking of that the Super Bowl video, Super Bowl with the old guy training with the kettlebell. Did we talk about that last time? Uh -uh. Oh, did you see that one? Uh -uh. Oh, we're going to watch this after. Everyone, <laughs> I want you to go look up old guy lifting kettlebell Super Bowl commercial. I think it was Super Bowl. Basically, the guy's lifting this kettlebell and every day he like picks it up off the ground and puts it like on a shelf. I could be butchering this, but you get the point. Every day, when it's raining outside, he's doing outside, he's doing the sun. And so he's training hard and he's, all right, He's clearly old too, okay? He's got to be 80 or 82. But then it shows him, his, then it shows the next scene, his grandson or child runs up to him and he bends down 
picks him up and pushes him in the air. Wow. And this dude was training the whole time just to do that. I was like, Man. dude, it was such a tearjerker. It was That's like a tearjerker. Such a powerful commercial of that guy was putting so much effort to be able to be with his grandchild and make it like be a certain way. And I was like, that was such a powerful commercial. But that's how like I feel now. And I want to get that that to people. This identity is like, we got to invest in ourselves now. So when we're older, a few things have been going through my mind. When we're older, we get to do what we want to do with the people we love. And we're not just existing. But also, here's another thing. I don't want to be older. And from actions I made and decisions I made now, I'm putting a burden on other people to take care of me with my life because I just dicked off the whole time and didn't take care of myself. And now someone else has to take care of me. Yeah. Sorry, but this is what you get. Can you roll me around? Like, no, like that, that matters to me. And like my identity, and I want you guys to think about your identity. It needs to change. So when you're getting unmotivated, you're like, ah, oh, I don't really feel like working out today, but that's okay. I'll get it. I'll go, I'll go today or I'll go tomorrow. I'll do it. But like, not like your whole fitness life is going to just crumble and you're going to find yourself at the bar that afternoon, just drinking and never working out again. Like, it, like I see people, Ryan, I know you've seen it too. People get the flu or they get go on vacation and then they never come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. what the heck happened to you? You went on, you, your schedule got knocked off for one week and you're gone for a year or two. Like, dang, that means your identity wasn't set yet. You were just working out. But like, I don't just work out. This is, I need to move to be happy. Like my workouts are connected to my moods. Like, am I, am I stress level? Am I happiness? So it's not like I work out just for the physical, like they're all directly correlated to each other. So it's not like I want to be in a good mood. So I need to go move. Like, yeah, it's, dude, like, you know? it's like motivation is, is a part of your identity. So like, and that takes work, right? Yeah, so you yeah. work really hard over time and practicing the, all this stuff we're teaching you guys and like all these lessons you guys are learning on this podcast, that is building, it's going to ultimately, if you keep practicing, it's going to turn your yourself into the, this identity, right? You're a person who eats right. You're a person that trains hard. You're a person that's motivated all the time. That's part of our identities, right? Is like, hey, we're motivated people, right? But it's the stuff, the groundwork we've put in and what we've built into who we are and the habits like we're trying to teach you guys, we've implemented over a course of a long period of time. And now we're known as those guys, hey, they're motivated guys, they're driven people, you know, they're fit, they're active, they're this. When people start calling you and telling you that's who you are, that's when you know you had an identity shift, you know, and just be patient with yourselves and just keep living this lifestyle. And then over time, it'll become your, you'll become a motivated person who is, that's your identity. How did, part how of did you, you are, uh, you know, how did you come up with this identity? So like who I am is just like, I, when I was younger, I knew I needed to create a person, right? So it's like, I don't come from anything. So it's like, I, I was homeless and I grew up in bad environments. So it's like, I could, that could be my identity and I could just mimic what those guys do or I could find models and do certain things to start changing who I was. And then that's been a pursuit since 15 years old. You know, it's like, hey, I got to work out. I got to read books. I got to do this. I got to do that. I didn't have, and then I had, I got a mentor who helped me out when I was 12 and showed me how to live. And so I started to just practice, practice, practice. And over time, that's who I became, you know, and it's like someone that is driven, someone that's motivated, someone that's positive. And, you know, my reputation is like that type of stuff. But that's because it was hard work to instill it into uh, who I am, especially to not 
do what I was shown and break the mold of what my childhood was, you know? So it was like, for me, I just knew I had to make dramatic shifts to make the life that I wanted. It's like, I want this and I don't want that. And this is the things I have to do to get there. So Ryan, this is a deep question, but since you had to create this person because it wasn't shown to you like this wasn't like we didn't you didn't have somebody like your parents like giving you guidance to be this person so you created this guy do you ever find yourself scared or worried that you could go back to your old identity and that's kind of like so we talked about the ultimate self too right so like the ultimate self i have my anti-self i have my ultimate self and like that guy reclusive rye that's my anti-self you know that guy still lives in me you know and usually when i'm unmotivated like we're talking about today that person's alive that's the person who's in control of me, you know? And so sometimes it pops up, but I, I got to remember, hey, I got to keep doing these certain things, review my goals, eat right, avoid alcohol, do certain things to make sure that I stay my ultimate self, you know? So it's always a worrisome thing of like, hey, I don't want to revert back because I'm human too, you know? It's not like fully cemented, like, hey, this is forever. Yeah. It's like, I have to keep yeah. putting the work in, you know? Because I'll yeah. notice like my my personality shifts, my anger starts to come back, my anxiousness you know, my stress levels, all that stuff. And it's like, Hey, I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that. So it's a constant battle, but being aware of it is really the key. So I know when I'm in that unmotivated state. And like I said, I know like, Hey, I just got to get through this and battle through this. And then luckily, like my wife is like a motivated person. She knows that that anti-self. So she'll be like, Hey, you're not acting like yourself. You need to, you need to go get some sun. You need to like, you know, eat right. You need to do all this stuff, you know? And usually I revert back when I'm not following the plan that I have for my life when I'm not training when I'm not eating right that unmotivated version kind of comes back right so that's why I'm really probably one of the most strict people on how I live my day-to-day life because yeah like you said I don't want to go back to that person you know and I've had to make these dramatic shifts to not be like what I was shown you know (laughs) I feel like I want to add some more information to what I said earlier about the identity because. I didn't want it to come off that it's not a work in progress every Mm. single day. I don't just wake up and be like, like we all have that devil on our shoulder that like, come on, do this. Or you don't got to do that. Or like, we just learned how to deal with it. And I just, I failed enough times that I'm like, I just don't like the way that feels. And, but I'm just aware. I'm just always thinking. I'm like, I didn't like the way I, I didn't like the way I was in that situation. I didn't like this. I'm like, oh, I did like, like it is the weirdest thing, but like you could be laying on the couch you think you're really tired, but but you're not really tired. You're just bored or something. And if you go out and move, go for a walk. Just go for a walk. And go out in the sun and go for a walk. You'll feel so much better. And all of a sudden you have energy. Like, what the heck? I thought if I laid on the couch and did nothing, I'd have more energy. But no, it doesn't work that way. you got to get moving. We're meant to move. And so it was really important. I just wanted to, to let everyone know. It's like, it doesn't get like easier where you're just like, yeah, finally I'm this person and I'll never go back. Mm-hmm. No, but it just, you have to be aware of it. And you have to like, we're, we just got to put the time in with yourself and learn who you are and learn what your tendencies are. Like what Ryan said, we get, when he gets off his schedule. Now, what I just heard right there is Ryan's a very schedule oriented person. So he's found that that is what he needs to stay like a game. Mm -hmm. But if he's not, that's when things can go crazy, but he can identify that. So he's put the work in with himself. And what you guys need to do is know like, Hey, when I'm, when I'm falling off, what do I tend to do? Or what I like. My thing is like, I just want to move every day, like walking and like get like, just, just get 
get those steps in. Like that's important to me and just making sure I'm not just laying around and because you just feel so much better and like, I don't know, I just want to get that out there. Yeah, yeah. Is there any other things you do like, because you've come from a past, you know, a lot in your life and- Well, mine's from- interesting. Yeah, my, my past is, my mother got taken away when I was young. My dad gets full custody of us. My dad's a serial marrier. He marries everybody. So he's married four times. These women- weren't the nicest of women. So me and my brother were kind of neglected and definitely uh, verbally abused. But we had, it's strange, we had everything we ever wanted. Like we were like upper middle class. So like had nice things, but my dad was never there. Dad was super uh, selfish guy. So he'd be like, hey, you want to go uh, uh, on my motorcycle, a ride? I'm like, no, not really. Okay, see ya. <laughs> like he at least tried, I guess. But if I didn't want to do what he wanted to do, he was just going to do it anyway. Yeah. He wouldn't do his thing. Uh, this is the strangest thing. This is a, a, just give you an idea of the strangeness of my household. I played baseball. My brother wrestled. And so like my parents would be home and they'd be like, hey, get a ride to your game today. I'm like, could you drive me? They're like, no, you just get a ride. So I'd get a ride from someone like one of my teammates. They'd be, oh, your parents are home? Like, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine that. Like, yeah, yeah. like it was almost like, that was my problem. Go deal. I'm a, I'm a freaking 14 year old. What am I going to do? But like, just that, like this parent being around, but I had so many great friends and, f- and friends, parents and all that. They're like, right, we got you, Jerry. We'll take care of you. We're like, so like that stuff. So like, I wasn't, I knew what I, well, it, it definitely helped me parenting. Definitely watch. Um, I am not your guru by Tony Robbins guys on Netflix. There's one thing, one little time he just talks to this, this young woman in there and basically she's mad at her dad and he's like you should thank your dad and she's like what he's like yeah you should thank your dad for for making you who, who you are today look how amazing you are and plus you know like you're who you are and like so my dad and i said this on a prior podcast but my dad did however he did raising my brother and i but we're awesome parents now like awesome because we're, we're changing we're changing the pattern and it was funny because my dad always went back to like well that's what my dad did i didn't learn i'm like <laughs> Ryan, me and you, we don't we don't accept excuses like yeah, that. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's your excuse? No, I don't have an excuse. I'm gonna step up. But I think all dads now are just awesome dads. Like that's just the way to be. But so I wasn't like I grew up with a lot of stuff and it's just not not a lot of love, but we're working on that. But I got into fitness and working out just because I I was uh low self-esteem and self-conscious. I was really skinny. So I wanted to start working out because I wanted to get respect and wanted to have muscles. So people took me seriously and stuff like that. So that's why I got into it. And then I built, and then I got, I understood how to do it. And then I was like, oh yeah, I, uh, I like to work out and I'm good. I'm good with people, even though I'm terrified of old people, but I'm good with them. <laughs> when I was 21, I was training these 50 year old ladies and I was like, what do I say to them? What, what <laughs> would I possibly say to these ladies right now? But I, I was just, I, you know, I learned it and I had fun and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. And then, you know, the rest is history with that. But then it changed and I just did work. Like, for instance, I would eat like four to five bagels a day, every day, right? Like when I was in my twenties and I know people listen like, what? Yeah, four to five every day. <laughs> and if you would have saw me ripped, <laughs> you would have been like, I look at it now, now hold on. I, my daughter had a bagel for breakfast this morning. She had a, she had a half a bagel. I looked at it. I, I reminisced and then I moved on. Couldn't, I don't take a little <laughs> bite. I don't do anything. I just don't do it anymore because life has changed. Metabolism has changed. So, but, um, so it took me a while. So I ate, I ate healthy, but I Whole large quantities of food and, and obviously that five bagels aren't healthy but i just did it for tons of carbs to gain weight when i was younger when i hit like 30 
like 10 years ago, that's when I was like, huh, I was like, I, I started working out for different reasons. It made me feel better. And like, it wasn't just for vanity. Now, mind you, up until 30, all I cared about was vanity. Like I didn't care. I, I, I stretched like a total of like 10 minutes of my life. I would just go in and crush <laughs> workouts. I would just, just go for it. So I wasn't like, <laughs> I was just, just an animal. So then I switched up everything when I was like 30 to like actually listening to my body and like, whoa, okay, like this actually makes me feel really good. I want to look good, but like I like the way this feels and I need this in my life and like this. And so everything changed. And so now I'm like, and it continues to change, but it's just the evolution of coming from a young, a young dude that just wants to push weight to now I'm like, all right, stretching and thinking about it and then being intentional with everything. So yeah, my journey is a little different than yours, but I don't even know if I answered it. It even shows though, but it uh, it does because it shows your identity is always shifting and it's always a work in progress. Like you just show like from youth, you're changing. So like none of us just remember that, like you don't have to remain the same guys. We're ever changing and it's up to how we want to become what we want to become. We're ever changing. We can, we can grow into better people. We could grow into based on the habits we live by the way we live our life. We don't have, we have to be what we grew up and saw. We can change. We could be better fathers, you know, and if you were shown a poor way to eat or take care of yourself, you don't have to do that. You could shift that right and you could change the identity and break the mold of like your whole family and kind of create a whole new identity for your family and your bloodline so there was a lot there that kind of like opened up my mind too is like because we're changing the game we're almost changing the identity of our whole family now you know based on the the family tree it's It's like the tree is changing with us like that past is done and from us it's a new thing so that's kind of a cool way to just like what you said, that, you what know? you said about like your daughter, your daughter's growing up inside of Fit and 42 Palm Springs around all that positivity. Everyone's working out. Everyone's having a blast. She's just around positivity, fitness, lifestyle, good people, happiness, like all of that from a gym. And now she's learning that and she's thinking, this is normal. This is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So like you're actually programming this little per- and you could have easily been like my wife, my wife, parents brought her to well, mom, brought her to casino, put her in the arcade and she would spend, give, give her money and she'd spend time in an arcade playing while in a casino alone. Mm-hmm. She got really good at Miss Pac-Man though. She's a, <laughs> and then listen to shout, shout out to Shanice. So it is a, that's a, a crummy story, but my wife is a superstar and she would get so good at Pac-Man. She would only use a few quarters then she'd go back to her mom, but I, I need some more money. She would save the money. She, and then her mom found like a hundred dollar bill in her room once or something. Cause she like consolidated it all. And she thought she stole from her. She's like, you steal? No, it's from the arcade. She's like, what? Like, that's my, like, she was not a little, normal little girl. She was saver and she had a lot. But like what I'm getting at right there, there's a little humor in that story, but like, there's different, you could easily put your daughter and your family in, inside of a different environment and then that's what their normal would be. So I think it's amazing and I think it's awesome that, and all the, and there's a lot of other little little people that hang out at the for Two Palm yeah, Springs. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We, got a, we got a little family around there. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> all right, man. We got to, we got to, sorry for making this so long today, guys, but I think we got some good stuff that covered. good stuff, guys. 
Good stuff. Stay motivated, guys. Stay, find, and if you're not, find those ways, right? That's the key is stay. If you're unmotivated, have a strategy, have a plan, you know, look at your goals, trust the process, surround yourself with motivated people and keep working on your identity and, and growing as people. That's what makes life so fun is that our ever growth. That's the name of the game of life is like we're constantly in a pursuit of growth. And I think if we all understand that concept, we'll be happier in our life. Beautifully said. Talk to you next week, guys. Later. Later, 40s universe. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. We would love if you could share this episode with someone in your life who could benefit from the show. Take care and keep living the Fit and 42 Life.